The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. School construction is top of mind for school leaders after William Fox Elementary School caught fire this weekend. The Richmond School is one of over a thousand buildings statewide that are over 50 years old. Legislation cleared Virginia's Senate yesterday that would create a new state fund for local school construction projects. State Senator Jennifer McClellan sponsored it. Every part of Virginia has a problem where we have waited too long to build new schools or renovate old schools. Under McClellan's bill, anytime there's a state budget surplus, 3% of the extra money would be put in the school construction fund. This legislation is part of a package of bills recommended by a bipartisan commission tasked with studying school modernization. About 80 Richmond City public school teachers may lose their jobs next year if the school district's proposed budget is approved. Meg Schiffers has more details. Educators who work exclusively online through Richmond's Virtual Academy program were informed earlier this month that the academy will be eliminated under a budget being considered by the school board. The program serves about 1,000 students in grades pre-K through 5 and students with disabilities until the end of their high school career. Teachers, like Emily Spencer, say returning to the classroom is potentially deadly for students with special needs. These are the kids that COVID will literally kill at this point. In an email, the district told teachers it will hold a job transfer fair where they will be considered first for vacant in-person positions. Teachers say they plan to protest the end of the virtual academy during the school board's next meeting on February 16th at 6 p.m. Meg Schifres, VPM News. The first bill signed into law by Virginia's new governor aims to support dairy farmers. The legislation, sponsored by Delegate Tony Wilt, expands the eligibility for dairy producers to participate in a federal program and extends the deadline to apply for it. In a statement, Governor Glenn Youngkin said the reason for signing this bill first is because agriculture is Virginia's top industry, playing a major role in the Commonwealth's economy. Since 2017, state officials say there's been about a 35% decrease in the number of dairy farmers in Virginia. Legislation heading to Governor Youngkin's desk would allow parents to send their children to school without a mask. The bill amends a law passed last year requiring schools to open for in-person learning and to fully follow CDC guidelines when possible. According to 8 News, Youngkin is expected to sign it into law with a few changes, including pushing up the enactment date. A majority of lawmakers in the General Assembly would have to vote in favor of this change for it to take effect. Police detectives refused to let the father of a missing Hampton toddler talk to a lawyer after he requested one during a police investigation. Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRO has more. Corey Bigsby told Hampton Police his four-year-old son Cody was gone when he woke up on January 31st. That afternoon, Bigsby agreed to answer questions from police without an attorney. But Hampton Police Chief Mark Talbot says after a polygraph test and more than 14 hours of questioning, Bigsby asked twice about talking to a lawyer. My assessment is that his desires should have been honored. They weren't. The Sixth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution guarantees the right to legal counsel. 
Talbot said the detective in charge of the case, an 11-year veteran of the force, is on paid leave and an internal affairs investigation is underway. Bigsby was arrested and charged with seven felony counts of child neglect related to prior instances where he'd left his children home alone. Talbot said those charges were based on statements gathered before Bigsby asked for a lawyer, and he's confident they'll stand. However, he wouldn't say whether the violation of Bigsby's right to counsel may imperil future charges. Talbot said Bigsby is still the only person of interest in his son's disappearance. Two weeks on, the search for four-year-old Cody has yielded little. The toddler remains missing. Talbot says the search is ongoing. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. Renovations for the city of Richmond's inclement weather shelter are postponed until later this year. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Commonwealth Catholic Charities aim to complete a $1.8 million renovation of its Shaco Valley shelter this winter. Officials say the plans are pushed back due to certain federal requirements that haven't been met, as well as staffing and financial challenges. The city says it's exploring other temporary locations, but has not come across better options. Starting today, patients at the University of Virginia Medical Center will be allowed to have limited visitors. Before, people were not permitted to visit those staying at the hospital due to pandemic precautions. Officials say the visitor policy is changing because COVID-19 cases are going down. For most cases, only one adult visitor will be allowed to come to the hospital. There are exceptions for patients with disabilities, as well as children and pregnant women. All public spaces in the hospital are still closed to the public. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.